Last summer, I was in St. Louis to baptize my best friend's fourth child, his third daughter. And afterwards, I was over at his house and he was out barbecuing. I was in the kitchen talking with his wife and his parents, and the kids were all running around and having a good time. And my, my goddaughter, his, his oldest daughter, uh, Franny, came in and asked his mo- her mom for a cookie or a soda or something, some sweet treat. And of course, the mother said, no, we're about to have lunch. Two minutes later, my buddy came in with, from out at the barbecue, and Franny runs up to Dad and says, can I have a soda or a cookie? And like any good father, he asked, what did your mother say? <laughs> and of course, that turns Mom's ears on, and she said, I said no. And Franny tried to play it out, and then of course, she has a little bit of a tantrum, but then two minutes later, nothing happened, right? It's as if nothing had happened the previous time. And I remember sitting there thinking to myself, this is actually a really good image of what our relationship with God is often like. We keep asking for the things that we think that we want. And then when we don't get the thing that we think that we want, we kind of throw a tantrum, but then we go on our way. We keep asking. We keep coming back to God. But we don't allow ourselves to go deeper and ask the question of, am I really asking for the thing that I need? Or am I really going and building a relationship here? We, we tend to allow ourselves to be like a, a little child. You know, Jesus says, you know, the childlike, be childlike in your faith, not childish. And yet so often it's easy for us. And we see that in the gospel today. Thomas asks, Jesus, what is the way? And he says, I am the way and the truth and the life. And Philip's like, well, that's not good enough. I want something more. And Jesus says, okay, here it is. And they still don't get it. And we know that because all but John abandons our blessed Lord when he is on the cross. They don't allow themselves to be opened to the grace, to the gift of God in their midst. And so it's such a beautiful gift to us. Here we are in the fifth Sunday of Easter. And five weeks ago, there were 1,500 people at this Mass. Now we maybe have 400. We have to ask ourselves, what is God calling us to do? Do we allow ourselves to live in that kind of roller coaster way of life with our relationship with God, where we're hot or cold, or we go when it's convenient? Or do we offer our lives entirely to God? And we are challenged today to do so. Our scripture passages take us back to that encounter with the disciples. Right, before, right after the foot washing in the Gospel of John. We're back at the Last Supper. We are challenged to do the works, to be on mission like the deacons in the early church. We are reminded in the opening prayer of the Paschal Mystery, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. We are reminded of the power and the necessity of baptism. The Lord, through the workings of the church, brings us back to Easter Sunday and asks us that question, where are we going? Am I following Jesus? Is He the way for me? Have I chosen to give my entire life and everything in it to Jesus? And when I say that, I'm not just saying the good things in your life. Jesus did not come for the good things in your life. He came for the garbage. Because He wants your heart. He wants you. And he offers himself to us so perfectly. We offer actually nothing in return, and he gives us everything. 
It's so beautiful, especially when we celebrate the baptism of children, to recognize that God loves us as a mother and a father love a child. As beautiful and wonderful as these two little children are, they don't offer much in the way of productivity to their family or to their parents or to anyone in particular. They're just recipients. They receive and they receive and receive, and what do they give back? Well, we won't talk about that at Mass. (laughs) But how often is that our relationship to God, and what does He keep doing? He keeps loving us. He keeps choosing us. St. Peter says it so beautifully. You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, beloved of the Father. That's who you are because of Jesus' love for you. And so we are called, we are challenged to live like that, to live in that reality, but not just for ourselves, for the sake of the world. Because we are also reminded today that each of us is called to be on mission with the Lord. Each of us is called to serve the Lord. We heard in the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles that, we, that the deacons were, got, were brought to the church, were raised up within the church so that the apostles could preach and share the good news, but so that the poor could be served. Each and every one of us in the church is called to be fruitful and effective, to bring the good news to the poor, the downtrodden, the rich and the mighty alike through the gifts and the graces that we are given, each in our own unique way, serving the Lord, bringing the fullness of truth and goodness and beauty into the world. But not only that, we are called, as we heard in that first letter from St. Peter, to give praise to God. It's not just that we serve, it's not just that we do, but our lives should be consumed by the God who loves us. Remember, when we receive Holy Communion, St. Augustine tells us, it is not us who consume God, but God who consumes us. He comes to us. He transforms our nature. He turns us from lowly into His very image so that He can be glorified through us. Because yes, we are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, the beloved sons and daughters of God. Corporately, that's true. But individually, it's true too. Because in a few moments, we will baptize these two children and they in their lives will give glory to God in a way that only they can do. And so too for each and every one of us. To turn to the Lord, to receive from Him, And to offer our hearts again and again and again. To not allow ourselves to settle, but to keep moving, to keep opening, to keep receiving and asking the Lord. To keep asking. Don't be ashamed to ask. But when you don't get what you think you want, go deeper and ask, Lord, what do I truly need? Because you have been chosen for these times, for these challenges, to be the light that this world needs through the shining of Christ in your hearts, through the gifts of faith, hope, and love. Don't be afraid to be childlike, but be careful when you're being childish.